Empathy and connection are something our society struggles with. I don't think that's really a new concept for most of us. We kind of understand that the adoption of smartphone technology has really meant that we've lost a lot of connection with one another. It's much easier for us to look at funny videos or scroll through social media rather than to, you know, sit in silence or appear unimportant at dinner while waiting for someone else to show up. The problem is even when people are around, the phone is right there, often stealing time away from your experience together. I've also started to notice that people are not engaging with others when they're hurting. They look the other way or they busy themselves to make them feel like they don't have time. Or if they do enter into a conversation to hear the issues of the other, they quickly downplay the situation or they try to get out of it by wrapping the conversation up a little too quickly or they'll say things like, at least. So like if someone has lost a baby, you hear, at least you know you can have kids. Or if the job isn't paying enough, at least you have a job. Yeah, that's super helpful. We just don't take time for one another anymore. And I want to break that habit. I want to show up in people's lives. As a leader, I pride myself in being transparent, often to a fault. I sometimes wonder if I share too much about myself. Every once in a while, someone will use something that I was fairly open about against me or in the wrong context. But mostly, I get nervous that people won't see me as perfect or good enough. I know that stems from some issues growing up and, you know, my husband's really amazing and has really helped me through um, a lot of that stuff in a powerful way. But really, I find being completely open about my life or poking fun at my struggles and challenges really sets the stage for others to be themselves around me. The thing I desire most is for other people to genuinely understand and feel their value when they're interacting with me. That's it. You are important, and if no one else is telling you that, I want to be the solid person in your life that 100% tells you all the time, you are more than enough, the answers you need are within you, I not only believe in you, but I know you are destined for amazing things because you have a call in your life. Today, I want to get to be really real with you and talk about vulnerability in the workplace and our role as a leader, so stay tuned. I love Brene Brown. Okay, I've never really met her in person, but her work is amazing. In a TED Talk, she said that people who have a strong sense of love and belonging are the ones who believe they are worthy of love and belonging. The one thing that keeps us from connection is our fear we are not worthy of connection. She goes on to say that people who have this courage, which for her, she said courage used to mean to be able to tell your story of who you really are with your whole heart. People with this type of courage to be imperfect, they give compassion to themselves first and then to others. They have connection as a result of this authenticity. They're willing to let go of who they thought they should be for who they really are. They have fully embraced vulnerability. They see being vulnerable makes them beautiful. They don't talk about vulnerability as uncomfortable or excruciating, just necessary. They have the willingness to say, I love you first to do something with no guarantees, and invest in relationships without knowing the outcome. It was actually fundamental. She says that this way to live is in vulnerability. Let go of control. So that's really interesting to me. The way to live is through vulnerability and letting go of control. That's not a normal thing for a pharmacist, I'll tell you that. For me as a leader, being my true self and spending time with those I serve gives me an opportunity to really know them and build trust as they get to know me too. The outcome has been fantastic. My life feels full because I have many genuine connections. Oftentimes, those with the title are leaders by design of the job, 
but I found myself in leadership roles well before I had a title to support it. Now, I'm not trying to use this time to boast about myself today, but to give you an open viewing of what I did in my life and allowed for success to really come out of it. Looking back, the reason I was a leader to those who at the time were just my coworkers uh, was because I had a bank account full of trust. Over time, I built an account with deposits of caring for them, listening and actually hearing their stories, helping them in difficult situations, and connecting them to people or resources. I would get information when they need it, like during benefit seasons when you have to like pick your options. I used to really love understanding those things and help people navigate it. I would follow up on things for them, jumping in when times got hard. I have met them in the hospital rooms um, when they've been admitted, or um, I've actually met up with some of their family members when they've asked me to. I've been to funerals, um, I've been to weddings, and I've set up meal trains and baby showers. I really love celebrating people and their achievements. I love being there for people in their whole life. I was not always perfect at working or perfect as a friend, but I do show up day after day and make sure that whoever I worked with knew I cared about them as a person and many times as their families as well. People spell love, T-I-M-E. My husband taught me that when we were youth pastors. He told me that was how the teens knew whether we were legit, but the reality was adults feel this way too. If you spend your greatest asset, time, on someone, that stands out. I'm beginning to think that that is the one thing in life right now that everyone has a lack of and everyone wants more of. Have you ever seen the movie with Justin Timberlake's, I think it's called In Time? The characters live in a place where they can see on their arm how much time they have left. It is the only currency and the whole movie is around this idea that is there is never enough time. Someone made a movie about time being precious and I think that's really worth considering. All of us, whether you're a leader or a staff team member, you stay at home mom and dad, we could all use some connections and we know people in our sphere of influence who need a little time from us. Take a moment today and consider how you could better impact someone's life. Is it taking time to have coffee together? Is it rounding on your team more? Is it taking time to listen to what is really going on in your spouse? Or do you need to first think about whether you're giving compassion to yourself? Are you letting yourself breathe? I would like to challenge you. Take time to connect with those around you and build up your relationship banks. Be real and transparent. Let people see you as a human. When you talk to them, hide your phone away. Don't let it be a distraction or a way to personally hide and disengage. When you go to a restaurant, don't let it even be on the table. And here's a thought. Get there early and instead of looking at your phone, talk to people around you or sit in that moment of quiet. I'm telling you either way it goes, it's a plus. We need to slow down and remember who we are inside. We are emotional beings and we are meant to do life on our own. Last year has been so hard and it really showed me that we all need connections. When those connections are taken away, bad things happen. We need to feel cared about and we need to be able to love people well. I guarantee you as a leader, if you take time and really invest that time in your people and show the you, the real you, you will not only have loyalty and trust and more fun in the workplace, but they will show up and give you their best. Chances are you're both really enjoy the experience as a whole a lot more too. I think we need to get away from this feeling of needing to be perfect all the time. I think about some of my favorite leaders. I am so honored to know them. I love the work they do. 
and how they care for people and how they lead with, lead with a servant's heart. But really, it's refreshing when they talk about how they mess up and explain their process to make it right. The first time I saw this, I was blown away. I had so many thoughts going through my head. They started with, oh no, what are they doing? Is it going to be okay? Will they still be in that position? To, I can't believe they trusted me with that information. I'm so grateful to be part of their story. To, wow, that's a real person doing the best they can. That means I can be open about my failures as well and know that I'm in a safe place to learn and make things right. It also taught me it was okay to take risk and go after new things. Did you catch that? My leader's vulnerability with their shortcomings and failures taught me I could go after new things and try things never done before because it was safe to fail. I could take risks. I don't know if you knew this, but if you have an environment where things are status quo or you just have always done things this way, you don't have a place of encouraging process improvement or going after best practices. You have environments stuck in old ways unable to embrace change. If you still aren't catching this, think about a pond and a river. In a pond, you get algae, nasty layers of gunk on top of the water. Think Dead Sea. It's called that for a reason. There isn't any life there because there's no source for it. Now, think about a river. It is ever flowing. It has fresh water. And that algae and filmy gunk, it just can't grow on there because it gets flushed away. If you as a leader are not transparent and vulnerable about the challenges you face or about trying something that fails, you can't expect your team to dive in for new advancements or even embrace changes for your organization that it needs. You are a pond and your team thinks this is the way you want it to be. That means if you want to see change embraced or you want innovative ideas coming around with people willing to take up the work to make it happen, you need to show them the real you and model it for them. I will say, it won't help you any if you tell them about your failures and you don't also show positive outcomes. Then it will just be confusing to why you're sharing it in the first place. You're going to want to have a full picture approach. All right. That's what I had today. I hope that it gives you a glimpse into my heart and how I try to invest in people and show, show up as my true self. I can honestly say embracing this leadership style has also helped me to personally have a weight lifted off of me. It's stressful to maintain a lifestyle of being perfect and hiding your real self. It's a lot of wasted energy. I'm definitely not a fan of compartmentalizing myself. I want to be one big open book. It leaves very little room for people to challenge my character or intentions. I like people to feel safe around me. I hope you've liked this type of content. If you do, please subscribe, leave a review, click some stars, or even share it with a friend. That helps others find this podcast and hopefully help them be inspired with all things professional development. Feel free to reach out to me. You can find me, Lisa Purdy, on LinkedIn. Make sure to listen in next week as we impact the world of pharmacy with professional development. Bye, guys.